Hello, and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We're your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, and Natalie. And a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us. Today, we'll be chatting about our 2022 projects of the year and what our 2023 projects of the year will be. So now it's time to grab your knitting or crochet or a drink and go on that walk and tune in because we're about to get started. Hi, you guys. Hello. Do we want to start with what's on our needles? Yes. All right, Brianna, what's on your needles? I am currently working on the Gibbs sweater. And um, I, I feel like I mentioned this in our last podcast, but I've been talking about it all week. My goal for this past weekend was to separate the sleeves and I did. So now I'm just knitting the body of the sweater. It's so much fun. And now it's just the straight, like textured stitch pattern. The cables are over with, there's no more increasing or decreasing for like a bunch of inches. I don't know how long I want it to be. I haven't measured that yet, but it's just like knit one purl three all the way around all of the time. So it's very fun. I love Can it. You hold that up. I know that our listeners uh, can't see us on a podcast, but I can see. So, and I even I even tried it on. Oh, um, wow. I put this on last night. I I had to put all of my stitches on ribbon because I'm working on like a size 16 inch needle. I should transfer to something longer, but it works for me right now. Um, but it fits perfectly. I mean, it is like, I'm obviously it's only the yoke section, but it is the nicest fitting sweater I think I've ever knit for myself so far, but mm-hmm. I'm loving it. And I did a, a provisional cast on at the top, I, the neck, the collar is too long. I even knitted it shorter than what the pattern recommended. And I'm really glad I did the provisional because I am going to go back and undo quite a few rounds of that. Wow. It is beautiful. It's so polished looking. Yeah. It's so nice. Thank you for sharing it. Okay. So on my knitting needles, I've got two pairs of socks currently going right now as I get ready to do my bunny and then my pod holders, but I'm knitting a pair of socks for Ed because he asked for them and a pair of socks for Everett because they're smaller and I can knit them faster. So I am still really crazy on knitting socks. That's what's on my needles. I love it. That's awesome. Um, on my needles this week, I am working on my granny square pillow, which I'm hoping to finish this week. I'm like halfway through all my squares. And I I know that once I'm done all my squares, I'll need to put it together immediately because I'll be so excited. So I have a feeling that's going to happen this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm also working on a petite knit baby sweater. I forget the name of it, but it is like a um cabled Aaron looking type of sweater so that will be going to someone for a baby shower so working on that now too so exciting very cool very exciting all right you guys are you ready to jump into our topic I guess (laughs) okay I know we're all very nervous about this one because we're going back in time to episode I believe it was 103 Right. Um, and that is where we made our top five knits that we wanted to do in 2022. 
Now we're going to see if we met those goals. I have to admit that when I went back and listened to episode 103, I was shocked by some of my goals. Did not remember them. So that will just go to tell you how this will go for me at least. But um, we're going to do a round robin and go through our picks. So Brianna, do you want to start with your first one? If you want me to read your goals, I can read the goal. Um, No, I have them. So my first goal was to finish this cabled throw that has been on needles for years. Like, I think it's the only project in my unfinished projects right now that is more than one year old. And it is like way more than a year old. And it's funny because I forgot we were talking about 2022 Nate goals this week. And I have been talking about this cable throw for days leading up to this podcast, not knowing. And I've been showing it off like I have two out of 15 balls of it knit. And it I'm so disappointed in myself. I haven't picked it up in probably six months. That's that's how long I've I've been without it. I look at it often because I do go through my bag of unfinished projects and like, you know, change to just to change it up. But I I pull it out of the bag, I look at it and I'm like, ah, I'm just gonna put that back in the bag. <laughs> but um it is really interesting. I, I'm glad I did bring it up. Um, we had a community yesterday and somebody mentioned that they're working on the same project and it's there, like it's out in the living room and every day they sit down, they do like, you know, two to four rows of it and then that's enough. So I'm feeling a little motivated to get it back onto needles and have it out to to hopefully get it done for this year. But um, I am a little disappointed. I barely touched it this year. You know what? Don't be disappointed. I mean, it's still there. It, it It's not unraveled. You still have it. And I was really impressed when I re-listened to our podcast. It was just it was striking to me that a whole year had gone by. And then remembering what we had said, I'm like, oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> But the fact I was in that community with you, which was so fun, um, the fact that you had just mentioned that, I'm proud of you. you it's it's still there. It's it's it's, yeah. it's on your radar. Uh, keep it in view because it is beautiful. But it's yes. so long road. Okay, so this is Kathy and my number one. See, I had little things. So uh, my first one was a baby hat for my friend's granddaughter, Mackenzie. And I did it because she had outgrown her newborn hat that I gave as a shower gift and she needed a bigger hat. Baby's heads, you know, I will never knit a newborn size hat again. They all have heads that are bigger than we think. Yeah. So I did, but you know, I can't remember exactly which hat it was. I just know that I did it. That's all I can say. All right. (laughs) There you go. You checked one off your list. There you go. All right. So Chris is listening to this. I will apologize again. Because I already apologized. But number one on my list is Christmas stockings for me and Chris. This is kind of like a long situation. I've been promising these for him like every year for like three years. And then I don't pull through because people have babies or like we're going to weddings. And I end up putting my Christmas stocking knitting towards that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say, so I have two Christmas stockings that are like, they need a toe and a heel that I made during our last class 
And I didn't know who I was going to give these to because I was experimenting a lot in them. Mm-hmm. But I actually love them. And if you have seen on our Instagram, the bobble reads, there was just so much time and effort put into those. I feel like it needs to be my stocking. Yeah. So all said and done, I think those will be our stockings and they're very close to being done for next year. So technically I did do it. I just didn't know at the time that they were for us, but now I know. That's good though. <laughs> it is. That's classic. I love it. I was knitting them for somebody. Oh, it's for us. I know. Right. I feel like it's one of those things where sometimes you start something for someone else and you decide that either a you've put so much effort into it that it just feels like it should be yours which I don't think there's anything wrong with that because you know your time is your time um or b you just fall in love with it as you're making it and then you know and when I was looking at them I was like oh you know I, I feel like these are really us like I picked motifs that are really us so I'm just gonna keep them you deserve that. Sometimes that's the only way we get things knit for ourselves because as knitters in general, I think knitters are super generous. You know, on one hand, I always say I'm very selfish because I like to knit for me more than anybody. But on the other hand, we're also very generous with what we knit and tend to put all those little gifts ahead of everything that we go. I, I knit I knit stockings for gifts all the time, but we still don't have stockings. So I think that's the way to get it done. Just do it and go, oh yeah, they're ours. Love it. Love it. All right, Brianna, are you ready for round two? I am. So my second one for last year's list was the rye socks by Tin Can Knits. They were going to be for John and I did make those. I did make him a pair of socks in 2022. Um, He might not get a pair of socks in 2023. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He got a pair. He didn't. It, it, that's impressive. He didn't have to wait as long as Ed's waited for socks, and now <laughs> you can't stop knitting them for him. Okay, so my number two is I did a pair of blended mittens. So I blended the ultra wool and the oh, what is that yarn? Ariel. Ariel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just love that combination. I just love that combination. And then I also blended um, the world simplest mittens with the. Oh, can't remember the name of that either. I blended two patterns together. I thought I wrote it down on my paper, but I must've written it in a different place. But um, I did the mittens and anyway, I did finish them and they are the mittens that I wear all the time. And that little bit of that Ariel mohair, which added the color and the, the little bit of extra luxury to the mittens also makes them super warm. I love them. Hmm. I'm thinking now, Kathy, maybe I need a pair of mohair ultra wool mittens because I just did my beret in that same combination. I love it. And I really need the beret to go with my mittens. That would be the um the ultimate combination. By the way, it is ghostwood is the other pattern that I did. I used the cable from the ghostwood, which I love. So yeah, be a beautiful com beautiful set. Yeah. Great. Okay. My round two is that I wanted to make cabled socks for myself, which I did not do, but I did make two pairs of socks this year for other people because we were doing a two at a time sock class. So I do feel as though I hit my sock quota. I just didn't hit it in the way I wanted to. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I feel like I put in the work. I feel like I put in the work. It just didn't end up in the spot I thought I would. But. (laughs) It ended up in, in good spots for great people. So 
<laughs> All right, you guys, round number three. So my third on my list was mittens for myself and specifically the mountain climber mitts because they are very beautiful cabled mitts. I think they're lovely and I already, um, I bought the pattern. I remember I, I downloaded the pattern and I have the yarn and I did not knit them. Um, so that's just like strike two and three for me. Uh-uh, it's, um, not. it's not. So I, we did teach a mitten class last year and I already had the, the sample for the project so that kind of got me off track with the whole mitten game last year but that's okay because I have the stuff I'm ready for and when I get to it I get to it I was just gonna say I feel like you get a pass because you're making mittens now well I was gonna mention that too I am making a pair of mittens they're not the same mittens um and I have different yarn for those but I'm really excited about these other mittens (laughs) And like Natalie, you, you know, you you didn't knit that exact pair of socks, but you did other socks. So you met your quota. It was just a little different. Roundabout way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. And so my third item was the cable dog sweater for Wheezy, which I am so glad I listened to this because I that did get done. And Wheezy does wear that sweater because it was time, Brianna, you had made Wheezy her first sweater, dog sweater in her life. It was time to be replaced because she wore it so much. And um, I do really like this cable dog sweater. And I've been wanting to make another one. And it reminded me of what the pattern was that I used because it was this weird pattern that had like a number to it. So that I did do my third and I did finish it for Wheezy. Nice. Did you post a picture of her and her new sweater? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. I have to look and see. You should have it. I'd like to see it. I should have. Yeah. Now explain, because I think at the time of last year's podcast, we were all trying to figure out the cardigan aspect of this dog sweater. Does it just button on the bottom or how does that work? It was supposed to, but I was not going to do that. I am not putting a cardigan on Wheezy and buttoning it every time. Oh my God. (laughs) I just pulled it over her head. So I did, you know, adjust the pattern somehow that I knitted it in the round, but the actual pattern itself was a cardigan and it did have buttons, which would have been on the underside of her belly. But I didn't, I did it in the round. So I I have to really revisit that. Yeah, that'll be fun to, yeah, I love that. Awesome. All right. Well, my, my next one was highly ambitious. So I'm not even mad at myself for not getting it done. Um, I said last year I was going to make a granny square blanket and I don't know what 2022 Natalie felt like her time would look like, but it's very different than what 2023 Natalie knows is her reality. So that didn't get done. But what I will say, we taught three or yeah, we taught two granny square classes in 2022 and I made about 10 squares between those two classes just to do live demos during class. So I think, well, I know because I made this kind of resolution with my granny square crocheters, I am going to keep collecting them over time, teaching our granny square class because it's one of our fundamental crochet classes that we teach every calendar. And eventually at some point, because roots will go on forever, (laughs) I will have enough to put into a blanket. I think that's the perfect way to do that too, because 
if you told me to sit down and just start making granny squares to make a blanket, I mean, I would, because they're so fun to do, but they're like great filler in between other projects. So it's kind of like you just keep, it's like collecting baseball cards. Right. You just keep accumulating them until you have something to put together. Yeah. It, so yeah. It's like you're, you're already doing that thing. You're making that thing. So why not keep what you've made and then put it all together when you have enough? Right. I love that idea. Yeah, I'm going to keep doing them. I mean, the colors will never match because I always just use chunky that I have on hand to do demos in colors that are contrasting enough so it's easy to see. But I actually think that that's kind of awesome. Yeah. Because if I have a ton of different color palettes, then I can like, we can do like a fade situation. We could just do an all over mishmash. It would be fun. Yeah, definitely. Nice. All right, you guys, we're getting there. Round four. <laughs> um, so my number four was golf club covers for John. Um, he golfed three times last year, so I'm gonna give myself a pass on this and say he didn't deserve golf club covers. Blaming <laughs> <laughs> well, him for that, but listen, okay, I've one out of four is okay. Uh, last year, I feel like we were really ambitious. I had a lot of like ambitious ideas for outside of sample knitting and now that we're in 2023 I know that it's like nearly impossible to knit samples and things for myself and gifts for other people it's just I I have come up with a new system for this year I promise it, it comes with the territory. It, that's a lot to be doing samples and gifts and, and your own personal goals. Yeah, it's it's tricky. Okay, so my number four was Everett's birthday, which is coming up in February. And I knit him two hats and I gave him those two hats with a book called The Snowman Magic by Catherine Teagan. And I have to tell you, I mean, they're children's size hats. So these are not big projects, not one of my things so far has been a big project. They're all little things, but um, I have to tell you that he does wear, he does wear the hat. Him and his sister actually wear the hats. It was intended Aww. that you'd make a snowman and put one of the hats on the snowman, but we haven't had a whole lot of snow, but he wears one and his sister wears one. And it makes me so happy when I see them out in them. So that's so cute. Two hats for Everett's birthday to go with the book. Hats from Kathy. What's, what can be better than that? <laughs> I love it all right well my next one is a successful one I wanted to make a strange brew sweater which I did we taught a class on the strange brew and it was really fun and we've gotten some really great pictures of people's strange brews as well but I have to say I think knitting a sweater or knitting a big project like that I love the energy of a class because you're like all going through it together at the same time it's just a very camaraderie type situation. And then as people are, you know, showing what they're doing, it makes me excited to keep going. So I really do like that on bigger projects. Yeah. And Sweater. having a nice like timeline for it too, not saying like, I'm going to knit a sweater this year, but instead, like, I'm going to knit the sweater in a class and this class is broken down into pieces that are more manageable than saying, I'm going to knit this sweater. Like, you could knit a sweater in a week if you were really committed to that cause, or you could knit a sweater in 10 years. Like, mm -hmm. it's 
there's a huge spectrum of that. So having that like structured at the structured process and the the encouragement from classmates and people that are doing it with you is great. Yeah. And I think too, you, like we're on the opposite side of it. A lot of the time we're, we're working ahead of class, but what's really nice is you're thinking that way of, okay, how do, I, how do we break this down? And it, I feel like when you put things in boxes like that, mm-hmm. everything is very manageable and achievable because you're not saying, I want this big end goal. You're saying I have six checkpoints to get to this finished object. Yeah. So that's, I think, what I, I found was really exciting about teaching our first letter class with the straightening trail. It was a good experience. <laughs> All right. Round five, guys. Last one. Let's see how we did. <laughs> so my number five was crocheted plant cozies, and I didn't do them. <laughs> Um, but that's okay because my plants are plenty warm. They don't need cozies, but I, I think I might still make those. It's not, it's not a 2023 goal specifically, but it's still on my radar for sure. Because I, I like the, the style of that. I know, um, Natalie has one or two plants at her house that have little crocheted cozies and they're really cute. Yeah. I did steal that idea from you though. So I feel like you get a pass on this one. That's totally fine because we we did a class on plant cozies. I just wasn't a part of the class. <laughs> I, I crocheted them for you. So Natalie did your homework, Brianna. Yes. You're welcome. I am twenty twenty two was tough, but it's all good. It's all good. This year is gonna be good. Best friend in the world. She did my homework for me. There you go. You're welcome. All right. You did the homework that I'm wearing on my feet today. I am wearing my favorite socks again today that you knitted, Natalie, for a class. I mean, thank you very much. Just um, keeping us together, guys. That's what I do. Really is. All right. So my last one is a total fail. I was going to knit two sweaters for me. And on my paper, I put like a little sad face beside it because I didn't even attempt to start it. I have the yarn that was like one of my last hurrahs um, with retiring from the knitting shop was to get these materials. I picked two sweater patterns, which I may or may not do. Sometimes it changes, but you know, Natalie, you just nailed it for me. I, I didn't have the motivation to do that by myself. That So I'm realizing that for me now that I, I'm not in the midst of you know, teaching a class and preparing for our class, for me to get a sweater done, I really need to be in a class. So, um, yeah, it's it just to keep it, the pace of it going. So that's the projects that didn't even get touched. Big yeah. fail, big this, fail. This year, Kathy, pick a sweater you like and we'll teach it in a class for you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Lovely. What happened on that? That, Sorry. Those are always big things to take on. Blankets, sweaters. Those are big projects. Yeah. yeah. They're so much more fun to be with other people doing the same project. You just have to have that community that is doing the same thing. That energy is just great. We love it. All right. My fifth is also a fail. I wanted to make, and I I think I still will do this. I think this is a really good idea. I really wanted to make produce bags so that when I go to the grocery store, I can use a reusable bag. I want to make them because I just think it will be exciting to bring something I made to the grocery store. I think that that's like so so fun um but I I want to make like four or five so I need to sit down and do that and I'm thinking I should use like a fingering weight yarn because 
yeah i might just tap this on to 2023's projects i might just get recycled for another year <laughs> yeah hey that's okay good idea yeah speaking of 2023 i think we should maybe set some goals and parameters in 2023 that we will review in 2024 okay so before we begin question is it against the rules to make a goal on something you've already started no it is okay. not <laughs> all right i like it okay so we can round robin but we're going to name five things we want to make this year starting with you brianna okay so one one thing at a time though one thing at a time i have my list um okay. so my first one is the gib sweater <laughs> Yay, you're doing I, so good. I am having such a good time with this, but it's on the the list of things to knit and finish in 2023 because I did technically start it like almost in 2023. Um, but I'm always worried about the sleeves for some reason. Like, even though we're teaching this class, you really only need to do one sleeve. So I'm making it a goal. So I make sure I finish the second sleeve I block it and I wear it next year that is like my ultimate goal is that I get to wear this sweater in 2023 yep that last like bit of you know second sleeve syndrome especially on like a raglan where that's like the last thing you're doing the weaving in of the ends and the getting it on the blocking board sometimes is such a process it takes forever yeah full face we'll do it so my number one on my list is a scarf forever because he asked for it and he asked for a black scarf and I'm like a black scarf. Well, I don't know why he wants a black scarf, but he wants a black scarf. And I realized the other day, I think I'm going to make him, I have not started it, but I'm hoping to have it for his birthday in February. And I want to do the Irish hiking scarf. I think that that will be, because I thought myself, if I just sit down and start knitting a black scarf, that's going to be pretty, pretty boring. I'll get tired and yeah. Finish it, but the rhythm of that Irish hiking scarf, I think that would be perfect. So, yeah. back Irish hiking scarf forever. He's gonna love that. that. And I think he, how old is Everett? He'll be five this year. All right. He probably might be worried about like getting it dirty. So, maybe he wants a black scarf so he can get it dirty and not like get in trouble with mom or something. <laughs> Good point. That's a really good perspective because he's a boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right. Well, I'm going to say my first one is produce bags. That's going to be mine. Crocheted produce bags. All right. Tag okay. it on. My so right. next one is a at like <laughs> recycle one, I guess. Um, I, I am going to knit golf club covers. I, um, always struggle with like finding gifts for John or like um just when knitting him something that he'll actually like even though he loves everything I make at least he says he does and I I think he's telling the truth but I want to make something that's useful for him just like the socks are great for like the work boots the golf club covers hopefully will like push him to go golfing more often so he'll leave me alone on Saturdays <laughs> so that's number two on my list <laughs> As someone who has a significant other who golfs quite a bit, it's like one of those things where like, you know how long they're going to be gone. You know, like, you know, you have four hours. That's the pro is like, okay, I have four hours to do something for myself because they're out doing something for themselves. 
So like that's enough time to go get your hair done or yeah. go get your nails done or go to a bookstore. Get or a coffee. Like, sit at home by myself and do nothing. Yeah. yeah. It's and it's a total win-win. I, I may yeah. do these charge them to go do something for themselves. And it is a great amount of time <laughs> to be gone. Great amount of time. All right. So my number two is actually fingerless knits for Amelia, which is Everett's sister. Uh, I gave her mother a pair of fingerless mitts for Christmas that I made and she would like a pair to match her mother. So of course I'm going to do that. You know, can I tell you, if you live across the street from me and you tell me there's something you want, I'll be on it. All You're right. the best across the street neighbor to ever exist. <laughs> I love it. All right. My number two is also the Gibbs sweater because I practically started it in 2023. And I think Brianna, I like your goal of saying, everything is done and I get to wear it in 2023. I think my major goal would be if I'm not wearing it before it gets warm for the summer, it is my like October sweater that I break out. Definitely. Definitely. We're going to be matching, hopefully. Matching. We're going to take a matching photo and we're going to post it before 2024 so that people know we met our goal. That could be the Roots Knitting Christmas card next year. Yeah, that would be so fun. I love it. Okay. All right. All right. So you're next, Brianna. So my number three is Christmas stockings. Um, because I have I have three Christmas stockings with my name on it. Um, and they're all knitted. And I only knit one of them one of them's from my mom and one of them is from the shop and it just happened to have my name on it um so I kind of feel bad that I have so many and John doesn't have any so I'm gonna knit us matching Christmas stockings this year um since we're getting married this year we should have matching Christmas stockings um and then I also want to make three more for my neighbors who are also my in-laws it's the two of them and their baby that'll be their first Christmas all together. So my third one is five Christmas stockings. So we'll see how that goes. So we might just end up with three for them and none for us, but that's okay. But my goal is five. Okay. So you'll I'm going to do just, it. I'm going to give you a little, just a little like suggestion. Well, you, you'll, you'll do it. Knit yours first, knit those. Okay. And Natalie, this is your motivation too. Actually, it's kind of good that you don't have them done yet. And to be able, cause you'll both have your, You'll both be married by um, Christmas this year. Yeah. So to actually have those stockings that you hang up for the first time is such a special memory. Um, what Ed and I have is our stockings are hand knit by my mom, but mine goes back to when I was born and his was added in. But our special um, memory when we decorate for Christmas of our first year being married is the nativity that I bought that year. Yeah. And it means the world to me to pull that out now 30 some years later so I think if you girls get those Christmas stockings done every time you hang them up you know 30 years from now you'll go these we've had these every time every year of our marriage honey so anyway maybe this year's our years we got to put our ourselves first in 2020 do yours first that's what I was saying that's what I wanted to say do yours first okay so for me um, my third one is socks. And actually I knit 11 pairs of socks last year. And my goal this year is to knit 12 pairs of socks. And I am actually doing two pairs right now. So um, usually I don't do cuffs on them. I usually just do them all as the heel tab ones, which is why you can knit that many socks in a year. Like 
you're only really knitting half a sock. <laughs> so, and, but they're the socks that we like to wear. Yeah. So that's my goal is 12 pairs of socks. So anyway, all right. Fun. I love it. All right. My next one is a Stornoway throw. So I knit a Stornoway throw for um, Chris's brother and his wife when they got married as a wedding present. Um, and my, one of my best friends is getting married. She loved that blanket when I made it for them and showed her a picture. So I'm going to be making one for her wedding, which is in August. So I have all the yarn. I actually already started it and it's a pattern that's written for worsted weight, but I don't do that. I'm knitting it in chunky. So it's going to be a little bit bigger, but I think that's just better. More room for people. Um, so it'll be good. Nice. That is a really beautiful blanket. You did a great job on the first one you did. Thanks, Dina. (laughs) What a gift. That's gorgeous. Yeah. It'll be good. Okay. We're number four, right? Yeah. Number four. So mine, my fourth and fifth are not so specific, but number four for me is something crocheted I it doesn't matter what it is for 2023 but I would like to finish one crochet project this year that's not part of a class that's my goal love it listen to us crochet thank you Natalie you have really gotten (laughs) us all onto the crochet all right so my number four is okay I gotta do it this year the Christmas Fair Isle sweater for me. Yeah. So I want to knit that one, that sweater that you wear one or two days out of the whole year and you wear for the rest of your life. And yes, Aunt Kathy shows up at every Christmas party in her hand knit sweater. So I need to make a Christmas sweater, which I've been missing one of my collection for a while now. So that is my dream. And I have found the motifs I think that I want to use, but, um, and I will be tempted with any other sweaters as soon as summer gets here too. So I, I think I want to knit a sweater for me this year. Nice. I love it. Now, are you doing like all over Fair Isle or are you just going to do yoke Fair Isle? I love the look of all over Fair Isle. I think it's adorable, but that would be too much on me. So I'm going to do just the yoke Fair Isle. Yeah, love just it. the yoke. Yeah. Very fun. Very fun. All over. All right. I can't wait to see that one. Yeah. I'll invite you to every Christmas party I ever throw. Oh, just good. To see that sweater. <laughs> I will be there. <laughs> awesome. All right. I, my number four is I want to knit seven pairs of baby socks for a shower that I have this summer, because I just think it's so cute to have one for every day of the week. Don't you? <laughs> Are you going to put like the days of the week on them too? Or like color yeah. put them? I don't know. So, so in the past when I've done this, I put them on a clothesline and I put one pair on each pin and then you stick it in the, like you pin the last one to the actual bag. So when they pull it out, it's like clothesline of socks. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. But usually what I do is I use the scraps for my like last socks. So like Kathy was using the rest of her sock yarn in a ball to put into her granny square blanket. I have in the past made baby socks out of those, but I think I'm going to do a variety of sizes so that like there's some new, like maybe one pair of newborns, two pairs of three to six, and then we'll go up from there. That's such a good idea. I think it's fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Leftover sock yarn. That's a great idea. 
I love the presentation idea too. The whole like, I you know, it's in the front, like you pull it up, and they're all there. Yeah, how fun! It's very dramatic, and I, you know, I'm in it for the theatrics. So, <laughs> I love um. it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number five. So last but not least, um, again, not specific, but I will be knitting something for a baby this year. I don't know whose baby because, you know, it could be anybody's baby, but I want to knit a baby thing. Um, le- This past year, I knit a whole like hat sweater booty combo and I have some other things for another baby shower coming up for somebody in my family. But this year, I think I'm going to go a little bit like deeper into baby things. Um, So that's my number five. Uh, Babies are the best in it for it's that size and the style they and they just always fit in them somehow. So yeah, babies and hand knits. It's a beautiful thing. We need to make up stickers that say that babies and hand knits. It's a beautiful thing. What do you think? I like that. That's stickers nowadays. Okay, so my number five is similar to what I did last year, which I really enjoyed, and I did finish it. Um, the leftover sock yarn granny square blanket or throw, and I did find a pattern. So it's not actually a square; it's the granny ripple blanket by Stacy Perry, very pink. So it's rows of that granny stitch thing. So, but if it's too hard, if I have to think too hard. Um, then I may go back and do exactly what I did last year because that was just so easy because I had to always finish a pair of socks to put the yarn that was left over into the blanket. So that was like a real motivator. Like I want that blanket. I want to see that yarn in the blanket. So anyway, there will be another leftover sock yarn throw this year. Nice. All right. My final is a dream that I've had for a very short amount of time, but I'm going to copy Kathy's mittens that she made it in 2022 because I just have this vision of wearing matching mittens and my beret with like a black little turtleneck out in the world. And I just think it's amazing. So I'm going for it. It looks That's so cool. That would be beautiful, Natalie. Very excited. I, this is a new dream. I've had it for about 10 minutes, but I'm very excited about it. <laughs> You can make them so stinking fast too. They'll go so fast. Yeah, right? Sometimes yeah. those are the best sort of dreams. The one that just pops up and you're like, yeah, let's do it. And you ride that wave. Sublime. I love it. All yes, right, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, these are all really great projects. I love it. This is kind of a longer episode. So our listeners, you're welcome. You get to listen to us talk <laughs> for so long today. Um, all right. So why don't we, any other, any other tidbits we want to add on our goals this year? No. Okay. No, I, I'll just, oh, go ahead. These goals down though, somewhere. I am, I feel like I forgot what I said last year because I wrote them down and then I think they got thrown out with my weekly paper schedules because look, I have my paper schedule for the week with my knits for 2023 this is going in the trash at the end of the week so I have to write them down somewhere where I will see them (laughs) okay I have an idea I have an idea I did this this past Saturday with the epiphany yoga and we did vision boards for 2023 what if we what if we each ourselves and what if we encourage our knitters as well or our listeners as well to create specifically a vision board for the 2023 knitting that's you could you know 
print out a picture from Ravelry or you could put some yarn on it or anything like that. A vision board for 2023 knitting. I love that, love that idea. I'm I'm going to do that with all yes. the free time I have. I'm going to do that. Do that. <laughs> I love it. Uh-huh. I love okay. it. If there's one thing I like as much as my knitting, it's planning my knitting. There's yeah. just something yeah. so nice about that. Fun, yeah. fun. All right. So I'm going to actually say something that Stephanie said last year, because Stephanie was also joining us last year for our 2022 um, goals for the year. But she said, as we were leaving, she said, you guys will regret having all these big projects on your list. Should have done what I did. She had small projects on her list. So I think we had a good mix this year. Yeah. But yeah. I, I do think there are some big ones. So we'll see how that all plays out in 2024. <laughs> We're getting a little bit smarter each and every year. <laughs> yes, it's good. It's good. All right. So anything else, you guys, before we jump into the next part of our podcast? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. So next, um, why don't we talk about any podcast that we've been listening to that we love? I haven't been listening to anything new. No? Mm-hmm. What about you, Kathy? I have. I do have a new one, and it is called A Slight Change of Plans. And specifically, the episode that they recorded on October 17th, which just happened to be my birthday, but it was um, the discussion was on the art and science of gathering. And I stumbled upon it because I was just doing some research on gathering, you know, bringing people together. And, um, and it led me you know, down the rabbit hole. And I ended up at this podcast, a slight change of plans. And I've listened to a few others of hers and they're interesting. They're, they're just, um, the whole idea of planning it's, it's how do we make plans and how do things change and how do we react to that? So that's really good. And then I wasn't going to mention this, but I have to, because I listened to it today when I was walking the weekly walk, particularly their most recent episode, which if I can find it and not hold us up, I'll tell you the number, but it was, um, was really their topics for me are always just so timely. Uh, episode 193, it is of the weekly walk, uh, new year, new plan. I, I think she's in my head sometimes. Those are mine too. Nice. How about you, Natalie? I love it. Um, I also have a new one that I've been listening to, and I really do love it. It's called We Can Do Hard Things, and it's Glennon Doyle's podcast. She wrote a really popular book. I think it's called Untamed, which I have not read, but I know of her from that book. Um, but I actually really love it. And I think that they put a lot of really good episodes out there. And a lot of it is about not doing, not setting unrealistic goals or unrealistic expectations. Um, they talk a lot about their personal lives and like they do a lot of goal setting on the podcast. Um, but it's very positive, like conversations between these three women. And I just think it's one of those really empowering things of like leaning on your friends and um, you know, talking about the hard stuff. So I think, I think it's one of my new favorites. I, I find it very comforting to listen to. So that's in my repertoire now. All right. What's for dinner? Hard hitting questions. <laughs> um, I had dinner already tonight. I, we got Wawa because I 
took a little visit down to Natalie's neck of the woods and I didn't feel like cooking. So I got a black bean and egg quesadilla. It's it was delicious. It was very good from Wawa. That sounds so good. All right. We had dinner also, and ours was a little bit like the breakfast thing there, Brianna. Um, except there was no beans because Ed Finley would never tolerate that. But we had waffles and scrapple and a side of applesauce, and it was very good. Yum. Yeah. Yeah. Little comfort. Yeah. Dinner. Mm. Oh I had Trader Joe's orange chicken, which if you haven't had it before, you should. And um, I made rice to go on the side. So it was very good. No veggies, though. I'll do better next time. But <laughs> it is what it is. Um, okay, cool. So any announcements that we want to talk about? I can't think of anything in particular. No, me neither. Kathy, is there a new a next episode topic that we want to shout out? Yes. There is. And it's actually the perfect day for it. So next Monday will be our next recording, which is January 16th. And it is the observation of MLK Day. And um, our topic is going to be service. So we'll talk about MLK. We'll talk about service and knitting for service. I love it. Something we should talk about? Absolutely. Okay. Great. All right, you guys. Well, if there's nothing else, I'll um, wrap us up here. All right. We'd love to hear from all of our listeners and invite you to join us as a guest on a future podcast. We promise if you join us, there's no work involved at all. You just have to show up and have a good time. If you're interested, please email Kathy or Brianna and Natalie. And all of those emails that you would reach out to are going to be right in our show notes at the bottom. If you like our show, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so more people can find us. Hopefully by now you've finished your project, drink, or walk because it's time for us to bind off. Thanks for listening.